I look at this as just, you know, a minor step, a little change that is taking place. It's nothing big or huge. It shouldn't be earth-shaking. It's just an opportunity to move forward into what is next for us. And I think that it's a, a good movement forward. You know, I look at ILM as, as something that is helping us to open to the bigger change. There's the biggest change of all from this physical realm to the spiritual. And there's one day when we do leave this physical body for the last time, and it would be nice to know where we're at and where we're going. That's the change, I think, that we all need to prepare for. These little changes in life that come about, such as today making this the last day that we're in this room, that's a minor change. It's a minor shift in the flow of our life. And in a month and two months and five months, we won't even think about this place. We won't even consider it or we'll look back on it and go, well, it was nice while we had it and now it's nice what we're doing. And if you're making a big thing out of this change right now, let go of that. Let go of that energy. It's, it's, it's a tie-up. Tie it's tying you down to this moment and can make you stuck in this moment of time rather than continuing to flow with life's journey. But the big change that I think all of us want to prepare ourselves for, but very few in the world really do, is that transition where we leave this physical body and move into what's next. And that's a big transition. This is little, but that's big. This is easy to adjust to because we've all been through transitions. We've grown up, we've had to move from house to house. As we grew up, we graduated from one grade to another, from one school to another, from school to work in the world. We go through changes in our relationships. We go through changes in our body. And we adjust all those changes, whether we want to or not, we find we have to adjust and keep moving forward, and we do. But there's that one final change, the change from the physical form to the spiritual that most people are not prepared for, and they live in fear and dread of it. Well, this pathway is about understanding that process, understanding that change, and being prepared for it so that it isn't anything more than what this is today. An easy process of change, an easy transition from one thing to another. And not something to walk up to the door of and be afraid and struggle and fight not to go through. I want to be at that place of transition from the physical to the spiritual when that day comes that I leave this physical form with joy and presence of being knowing that I'm just walking through another door and into another place of existence that is a part of this journey. Your life journey is a continual conscious movement from one place to another, from one existence to another, from one experience to another. Before you had this physical form, where were you? Who were you? What were you doing? Well, you were someplace. And in that someplace, you had to transition out of that place into this one. 
and you made it. You may have come in kicking and screaming, but you made it. Well, you're going to make that next transition as well. You're going to come up to that door just as you came up to the door that leads into this lifetime. You're going to come up to another door that leads out of this life and into another, another part of this life, another part of your continual journey of the soul through experience in God's creation. Why fear that journey? Why fear any part of it? Why fear it? Rather, approach it with loving and gratitude, vulnerability and willingness to move in God's flow, to follow God's lead. Because you're ever walking and moving into the next experience that is God's chosen way for you. Think about that. Everything is God's chosen way for you to experience. And some of them maybe you approached in dread, in fear. Maybe they weren't so pleasant. But yet that is where God needed the soul to go to in order to have experience and to learn and grow so that it could become more fully knowing of itself on every level of creation and every part of the journey. And that's who we are. We are a spark of the divine that has gone out into God's creation. And we each are walking a particular pathway that God has destined for us to walk. And on that pathway, it's taking us into all kinds of places, all kinds of experiences, all kinds of opportunities of learning and growing so that God becomes full in the knowing of God's self by having experience in God throughout all of his existence. And we are a part of that experiential journey. So look at every moment of every day as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to experience, to awaken, to know. And allow yourself the freedom to just move fluidly, liquidly into this new moment. The next moment may be very similar to the last one, but yet there's going to be something different there. And the next moment may be unbelievably different from the last one. Allow yourself to go in and find out what that is for you to experience. And if it looks horrific, find a way to love it. And if it looks joyful and pleasant, go in and receive that in this moment and let it fill you and serve you in your journey. Is life painful? It's only painful in how we perceive it. If we perceive it as something horrific, painful, difficult, challenging, then it will be just that. But if we can approach things with caring and loving and appreciation and ever inviting God and the Holy Spirit to come with us in the journey, it can be different. It can be more pleasant and we can stay awake and focused 
and say, okay, I've got some things to learn here. Lord, help me to learn them so that I move through this part of the journey with grace and ease to move on into what's next beyond this as well. To stagnate, that's the painful part of life, to stagnate, to not be in movement, to not be in experience, to not to be allowing yourself to open and grow and move into the greater understanding of who you truly are. And a lot of people do stagnate. They stagnate and it may take three or four lifetimes for them to take the next step. Don't do that to yourself. Don't stagnate. Don't hesitate. Continue to move forward. But do that in loving. Love the moment. Love the situation. Love the people involved. Love the opportunity. Love the lessons. Love you in the learning of those lessons. Find a way to ever bring spirit into everything. That's why I always say God first and God only. Because that's all there is. It was God first and everything that exists is God only. There is nothing else in this existence but God. So if we can begin to believe and know and see and live that, then whatever is on our journey, whatever is on the other side of that door that we're looking at, approaching us or we approaching it, it's God on the other side of the door and it's God that is the door. So let God open the door and let God that is you walk through that door into what is next in God's journey with appreciation, with awareness, with vulnerability, with loving, we can approach something in a very different way than when we're shut down, when we're challenged, we're unwilling, we're shut off. How do you approach Monday from Sunday? What is your approach? Dread? Oh my God, I've got to go back to work. Oh my God, all this stuff I've got to get done. How do you approach the weekend? Oh no, terrible, I hate the weekend. Here comes Saturday, Friday night. I have no one to go out with. I don't have any way to entertain myself. I'm going to be all alone. Find a way to change the attitude, whatever might be taking place inside of you. If you want God, these are the things that need to take place. If you want the awareness, if you want the openness and vulnerability and live in that movement of the loving that we talk about in meditation and in our daily life, You've got to let go of these old patterns that the world has taught us about separation and aloneness and difficulty and hardship and pain and sorrow. Those exist only 
as long as we look away from God, as long as we separate ourselves from God by looking out into the world and making the world more important and believing what the world of illusion is telling us, then we are going to live in the pain of this world. It's only when we turn around and look back to the source, the source of our own being and the source of everything that is, that we begin to move back into oneness. We move back into that flow of loving. We let go of the illusion of separation and no longer live in that. And we live in the knowing that we are one. And all we have to do is ever move in oneness with God in this journey. You are divine spark that God created with great intention, with great purpose. That's something to think about. You have purpose. You have meaning. God created you for reason. God didn't make a mistake. Oh, yes, he did. You don't know my life. I mean, boy, was this a mistake. No, it wasn't. Everybody's life came into being as a divine spark, and it was created with purpose. And your soul has purpose written all over it. Find out what that purpose is. Find out. But let me tell you something. It has nothing to do with what we think of as purpose in this world. It has nothing to do with that. Your purpose is spiritual because you are spiritual. You are of spirit. And so your purpose is of spirit as well. If you begin to dwell on that for a while and let go of all this illusion that the world has put upon this idea of purpose in the world, you will begin to see yourself differently, know yourself differently, and live your life differently. Your purpose isn't to be in the world, to have a family, to write a book, to make a billion dollars, to be successful, or whatever you think is your purpose in the world. That is something that you as a world being focused outward and downward into the world, have taken on as your identity. But that is not your purpose. Your purpose is what God intended when God created you as a divine spark of loving. Think about it. If God created you as a divine spark of loving, right there is a hint, if not a true definition, of your purpose. Loving. And God sent that loving that is you out into God's creation to have experience. To have experience of God's creation. Well, God was joyfully proud and happy of the creation that was created and wanted to have experience in it and sent all of us out into God's realms to have experience. Not to go out and experience separation and pain and sorrow and heartache and death and suffering. 
but to go out and experience the joy and the bliss and the wonder of God's creation. That somehow we've gotten caught up in looking away from the truth and looking into the reflection and thinking that the reflection is everything. And the reflection is imperfect and it's finite. And it doesn't carry the fullness or the truth in it. So begin to look back to the source. Begin to look back to the truth. And allow yourself the opportunity of this lifetime to begin to wake up to that. You are the divine, living, loving essence of the Lord. That's who you are and that's all you're ever going to be. Not a bad place to be. But for a lot of us, that it's an abstract thought, doesn't mean anything, and it doesn't help you in the daily life. But it will if you allow yourself to wake up into the truth of that. Because once you know that you are the living, loving essence of the Lord, you are going to approach the illusion very differently. You're going to re- look into the reflection and know that that is just the reflection. And you will know the truth that lies within you that is the source of all that is in this creation. Your light of the soul that you are is the light that gives life to all of this creation. If all the souls that are caught up in this illusionary creation right now all of a sudden withdrew their attention from it and turned their attention back to God all at the same time, this illusion would not exist because there would be no light cast upon it to create the world of reflection. It would go dark. It would go back into the nothingness that it is. In the beginning, this was nothing. There was nothing here. And then we as souls in the soul realm looked down into this nothingness to see what was down here. We cast our light into this creation and that began to create the reflections and the shadows and the illusions of our light casted into the nothingness. And then we began to chase after all those reflections and shadows and illusions, trying to see, well, what was that? Well, what was that? Where did that come from? How did that get here? What do I do with this? And that's how we fell into this creation. And that's how we lost sight of our own truth. Stop chasing the illusions. Stop chasing after the reflections that you yourself, the light of your own being, has cast on yourself to get caught up in. Stop looking outward and start looking inward and wake up to the light that you are and follow that light. Once you see the divine spark here at the seat of the soul, guess what? There's yet another light to see. 
you're going to all of a sudden then see another light above you that is the next light to go to. And you're going to begin to connect the dots, follow the light, upward, 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 until you merge into the true light of all light, to the source of all being. And when you begin to wake up and know yourself as that divine light at the seat of the soul and to truly merge into the soul of who you are at that level, you will know the difference between the illusion and reflections of this world and the truth of spirit. And you will know the difference between the polarities of this world and how the soul can get caught up in it when it looks down and out and the neutrality of spirit and the loving that is that neutrality. And then it's just a choice. Up until then, you may not have a choice. You just have what is. And if you're focused down and out, what is is separation and all that goes along with it. But once you have the knowing of the two, of the difference between the down and out view and the inward and upward and the soul and the light of God, then you have a choice and then it's your choice. And whatever you choose is what you're going to experience in that moment. So when that day comes that I finally leave this physical body, I want to make sure that I'm moving in and from the right place inside of myself so that I don't approach it with fear because if I approach that door with fear, what is that fear going to take me into but more fear? It takes you into the shadows, into the darkness. I want to look and know the light that is there in the door and on the other side of the door And I just want to continue following that light, that light of loving, that movement of loving that is ever guiding my soul on its journey to what's next, what's next. And I don't want to fear what's next. I want to move into what's next with appreciation, with loving, and knowing that I as soul am going forward to fulfill what God destined for me to do. So it's up to each of us to find that within ourselves. So to me, today is just a little change, the littlest of change. And for me in the physical form, it's a big day because I used to fight and struggle with change. That physical part of me that used to get caught up in the illusion and the reflections in the way of the world and believe what it said, it didn't like change. It wanted consistency and sameness. Even if it was miserable, I didn't want to change because it would only get more miserable, I thought. Well, now I see it very differently. And I know that this change leads to yet something greater and more wonderful for all of us. So look and see, how do you do change? How do you move in life? 
And who's walking with you? Is it your mind walking with you? Is it your soul walking with you? Is it God walking with you? Who is it? Find the companion that's ever with you because there is one. That companion is the Holy Spirit. It is loving. It is God. It is your soul. Whatever you might call it. But once you wake up to the truth of that, all of a sudden you're going to realize you are that. You are the companion of this physical form walking through its existence. And you're just going to continue on your journey when this physical form continues on its. But you're not going to go with it in the rest of its journey of ashes and ashes, dust to dust, back to the earth does it go. You're going to continue on your journey. You just picked up this handful of dust for a momentary opportunity of experience. And when it's done, you'll just set it back down and go on to what's next, whatever that might be. Okay. Well, I guess that completes it for here. (laughs) So thanks for all the years you've been coming here and participating and supporting and growing together. And we'll just continue now moving on to what's next for all of us in, in this journey of ILM and of our own individual growth. So thank you and... I guess we'll see you whichever Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Amen.